welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I've got my um, subcontracted co-host here, Cody Crane. Um, Marie is ill with a child's illness uh, that she got from her, her, her kid. I didn't know where you were going with that. Sub? Your Contractor. sub? Your <laughs> subordinate. Um, but we're here uh, for... A full episode. Well, actually, just it's it's a singular person telling the stories, but Cody fills in the gap of Marie with his witty banter and comedic timing. So it's like uh, a full do episode. Do you and Marie, when you do it together, you both tell stories? Yeah. And you're just like, I I don't trust Cody to find something. I, that's exactly the, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> No, it was really. Who it's knows really, what he'll bring up? No, well, the whole thing was like, we're not going to make you go and research a story and do all that for our for our show. It's a lot of extra legwork and time to put into something that just, yeah, yeah. Well, and for the listeners at home, they're like, does Cody not listen to the podcast? I do, <laughs> just not the ones with Marie in it. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I you uncursed Marie, but looks like you just still have her curse because she's sick. So I think and my I'm whole I think not. my whole thing is that uh, if I'm on with you, then I act like I'm in a rivalry with Marie. With Marie, and then <laughs> and if, if you're I'm on, on with Marie, Marie, you're in a rivalry with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm playing both sides, I guess. It's the typical Libra fashion. <laughs> just try to. Be fake nice to everyone you know, and be not confrontational, and secretly despise everyone. That's right. It's my month, baby. It's your month. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, I have your horoscope here for the day, so did you want to uh, start with those? Let's do it. I got yours here, too. Okay, I'm excited. Well, I'm going to do Libras first. Since it is your month, we'll let you go first, apparently. Thank this you. month is going to be, you're just clearing away all the negativity this month because we just went through Mercury retrograde and now we're entering your month and we're uh, some sort of Venus shit's going on. So, which is your sign is, um, it is ruled by Venus. So listen, and uh, things have been rolling for me. Things yes. have been rolling for me lately. So it's pretty raw. It's pretty wild. Pretty mm -hmm. pretty on point. I so, have even more stuff that I haven't even told Nicolina. Oh my god! So listen to this horoscope. Okay. Today is one of those days in which you will be bursting at the seams to share big news with your friends, Libra. <laughs> Perhaps you just received an important package or piece of information and you can't wait to spread the news. Be careful about who might be lurking around, however, because there could be others listening in. They may not necessarily be acting in your best interests. Whoa, better not say it on air then. Talking uh -oh. to you, uh, happy trout. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you might be in the lurks. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait to the end of this to hear the good news. Can you give me anything more? Yeah, honestly, I was gonna tell everybody. I was no. gonna tell the whole audience some big <laughs> exciting news, but the horoscope really told me not to. Well, I mean, you don't have to tell them all of the news. Just the big exciting news might be worth sharing if it's like 
concrete. Nothing's ever concrete in this okay. industry. Okay. <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you so, hint? Yeah. Like maybe there's a popular show I do from time to time that I might be doing some more of. Okay. Oh, I, I, don't that. even happy trout. Don't even start <laughs> tweeting it out, leaking it to the press. <laughs> You know, she is literally a very faithful follower and listener. Like she's going to hear this. So <laughs> I I uh, I love Happy Trout, okay? I'm not being fake. I'm not being Libra right now. I really do love them. <laughs> okay, so big things. I I'm gonna take a you know, in my mind, I already have a feeling I know what it is, but that's exciting. Um how much more of this show are you planning? Like, are you able, or are you thinking that you're going to be able to do? Listen, don't try to like one, one episode type shit or like more than that. Yeah. We'll take it day by day. Okay. okay? We're going to take it day by day. Okay. But that was pretty on point. Don't you think? Also horoscope. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. The horoscope, that was probably the best the horoscopes ever got me. And it's because it's my month. Yeah. They know. They just know. Yeah. Also, I think like for um, Happy Trout listening to it really like I was the whole time just trying to place the name again, like think it <laughs> off the top of my head. I was digging and I took the swing and I, I think that was the name, right? I got it yeah, right. That's the name. That's the name. Yeah. That's the name. Okay. I don't want to get your name wrong because I care about you. And I mean, it's not her birth name. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Because I've been looking up in the phone book. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do mind, do mind. All right. <laughs> you may feel as if your hands are tied today mm-hmm. and you're faced with absolutely no option. Mm-hmm. Don't despair over a situation that seems insurmountable. Think of yourself as a terrific magician who can burst out of the strongest chains. You have tricks up your sleeve that can help you escape just about any situation in which you find yourself in. Hmm. I mean, I, I it's, it seems a little daunting and extreme for kind of the situation. Um, I, uh, I just needed to get something done at work today that was supposed to go out tomorrow, but I was waiting for other parties who are involved in it to jump in and do their part. And they just said, basically it won't get done till tomorrow. So I was like, okay, well, this isn't going to go out until Wednesday then. Um, and I basically completed everything that was need like needed to be complete. So it could still go out tomorrow if I get what I need to get. And it, wraps up on time um but you will because you can burst out of the strongest of chains. that's by the sounds of it i can so we'll see maybe i can take a rabbit out of a hat and get this done tomorrow yeah chris angel me, you can do it giving me confidence in my ability to 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 get this done but um but at the same time i think part of that is just me being able to communicate to others that you know things will get get finished when they get finished and I can only do so much like I can't force people's hand and I can't rush things if they are like other people have priorities so yeah 
that's slightly slightly a correct horoscope i would say okay yeah hey yeah uh, yeah you you brought up uh chris angel a second ago i did <laughs> <laughs> hey uh did you ever uh watch chris angel uh i did i did a couple times not like constantly but i did enough yeah well when, when you were watching i still remember this one uh, Chris Angel uh, trick where he put his hand through uh, like a steel door in like an escape like a I don't you know, remember like, any of his tricks well, okay listen while well, I'm explaining one to you yeah okay I'm it's, listening I just I'm just giving just you fair a, warning I I I'm not going to be able to identify or give you any explanation but don't continue. doubt Chris Angel okay <laughs> because I, this one was unexplainable mm-hmm he put like his hand yeah. through like a steel door, you know, like a like a escape door down the stairs or whatever, like in a big building. Okay, like a steel door with. Yeah, like I a, understand. I understand a window. He he opened it up and he put his hand through it, okay. and then like had like other people try it and they like they were like patting it like people watching, right? Yeah, and there was nothing there, but he could just he just put his arm through. How did he do that? I'm I'm telling you I have no input on this. I have if I had, if I knew what you were talking about, like if I knew what episode you're referring to, I could probably debunk something here. See, but. I knew the problem was that I wasn't explaining the steel door enough. Okay, so a steel door, like <laughs> an escape of a, I I knew it. I knew I had to set it up more with the steel door, and you said you got it. <laughs> I understand, but I need to know the lighting, the 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 camera tricks, like all of that. That may have been a part of the the whole trick itself. Right. Well, I'll I'll tell you that he mm. just had the door open, and mm. he put his arm through it. <laughs> okay. Like the camera was facing the door. Yeah, there was no tricks. And then you just saw his arm go through the middle of the steel door. Was it like? Did the steel bend or was it just his entire arm that would show on the other side? Yeah, it was his entire arm would just show on the other side. But like it was coming through like like it was coming through like sand. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm also. okay. so you've never seen it. And I saw this when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. So there's a possibility I'm not remembering it. There correctly. is a possibility you're missing you're missing some key elements to this. Maybe I would have been able to spot it. Mm-hmm. But I think that I don't know. I don't know what kind of sorcery he does, but if there's anyone that I feel like might be like a magician that's like actually doing these tricks. Uh-huh. It's him. It might be that witch, Chris Angel. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's well known across the magician and general public community that they are not actually doing any sort of like paranormal spell casting and weird things like they they it's just a trick of the eye. Well, because you have to listen, 
you don't want to freak people out like that. You don't want to say that you're doing something. <laughs> like, if you're a magician that's yeah. doing something demonic, then you're going to say, like, oh, no, it's a trick of the eye. Like, it's oh, a okay, it's just a, it's just a ruse trick, to, to make know? people feel better and not... But because they get off on it being unexplainable, right? Like they, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the pen and teller fool us, you know. Like they like that. They like people not knowing. So if they do it and act like there's some kind of trick that the other magicians don't know about, don't know, right? But really, they're just they're they're ghosts. Yeah. So Chris Angel is a Chris spirit. Angel's a ghost. That you there, you have it. I would love it for. <laughs> A special for us to just the three of us just go to Las Vegas and and talk to Chris Angel. Talk to him. Just have a chat. Just have a sit down. I think he's yeah. He's definitely been wanting to get on this show. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clear some things up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of information being spread about him now, and. <laughs> On that note, um, while we're on our way to Vegas, we might as well take a a, a stroll over to to San Diego or San Jose, sorry, um, to go see the Winchester Mystery House because that's the the story I'm going to do. And Cody gave me fair warning that I'm never going to be able to cover this as well as Helen Mirren did in her acting rendition of uh, Sarah Winchester. So (laughs) I actually have not seen that movie. Um, I I think it's really bad. I I for me not to see it, and for Helen Mirren to be in it, and for it to be about something scary, I find that hard to believe. So it must be really bad that I was like, this is not worth my time. All of everyone hid it from you. It was it was only like four years ago that it came out. So um, you, did you hear you hadn't heard of it? Eh? I had not even heard of it. Yeah, it, uh, oh yeah, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, 28% Metacritic. Okay, so maybe I will do a better job explaining this. We actually, uh, I cover just slightly a little bit about the the movie, but um, it seems like the movie was more, uh, as most movies are, it wasn't like true, it wasn't like a documentary, it was... No, really there was exaggerating the entire experience on this this house. So mm-hmm. um, it was turning something that was like basically not fictional into something fictional. So um, mm-hmm. we're going to go through the the non-fictional part of Winchester Mystery House. And this is a story I, I genuinely don't know about. I, I just knew that there was a Helen Mirren movie. That's fair. That's fair. So um, I got my information from WinchesterMysteryHouse.com. I also got it from Winchester Mystery House, an insider guide by Angela Hill for East Bay Times. And the bulk of the story is the um, story called The Terrifying True Story of the Winchester Mystery House and the Troubled Harris Who Built It All. Um, and that is was published in All That's Interesting by Jacqueline Anglis. So um, there's a lot, there's a lot to uncover here. And the little tidbits that I got were very peculiar um, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to tell you it. So this is the story that I'm going to tell today. And the reason why I was going to tell it was because Marie had planned another um, haunted house story and they were going to be combined into a super 
super powered haunted house episode. But we're just gonna have to wait for that next next two weeks. Well, sorry guys, I, I speak. I think I speak for Nicolina here too when I just say that Marie didn't care enough to be a part of this episode today. No, she just simply just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I don't care about our listeners and I don't want an episode out this week. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. No, Marie. that's not true. That's not true. I think she's just uh, overwhelmed taking care of a sick baby and taking care of her own sickness. And she just started a new job. So, um, yeah, I think it's what I said. I don't envy her, <laughs> to be honest, with the amount of uh, stuff she's got going on. Um, with that said. I am going to share the story of the Winchester Mystery House. Um, and we're going to start with um, with a little bit of background on Sarah Winchester. So okay. over the course of 40 years, Sarah Winchester had the so-called Winchester Mystery Mansion built in San Jose to her bizarre specifications in order to appease the ghosts she thought were haunting her. There was no plan. No official blueprints were drawn up. No architectural vision was created, and yet a once unfinished house took shape on a sprawling lot in the heart of San Jose, California. Inside, staircases ascended through several levels before ending abruptly, doorways opened to blank walls, and corners rounded to dead ends. Could you, like, you've been in like old homes where like you open a door inside of like a closet and it's just like a wall. Yeah. There, my assumption usually is like, oh, they added this later or something. And then, like, they just put a door or a closet here because it didn't have one before. But in this case, she literally did this intentionally, which I think is fucking so creepy. They're they're doing this intentionally in like modern homes too, not not like quite like in a closet or anything, but like hidden do, things. They like, have, uh, well, they have doors. Like going nowhere that will just be a wall behind the door i guess it's like an aesthetic thing oh okay okay that's fair i guess i guess that makes sense um the the staircase is ascending through several levels and then just ending abruptly is also like just weird and corners rounded to dead ends that's not that crazy i think architecturally there might be something there but <laughs> I yeah, I, I mean, the idea of a stair, like just going downstairs and it being a dead end and mm-hmm. knowing that if someone's at the top of those stairs, I have nowhere to go now. That mm-hmm. is, I don't like creepy. that. That's the creep. Like, I found that that pretty creepy. Especially like how long are the stairs? Yeah, like several levels, it says. So that like staircases, you're going up staircases that lead to no rooms. I guess if like, I mean, the fact that it's this house, you know, that's spooky. But right. if you were to do that in a regular house and you were just like, oh, yeah, it's basically my stairmaster. I just like go up and down. <laughs> you just stairs. really need to work out in your. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I a, guess so. It's a gym. Um, so like we said, the house was the brainchild of Sarah Winchester. She was an heir by marriage to the Winchester firearms fortune. And since the project began in 1884, rumors swirled about the construction, the inhabitants, and the seemingly endless maze that sits at 525 South Winchester Boulevard in San Jose. Today, the house is known as the Winchester Mystery House, but at the time of its construction, it was simply Sarah Winchester's house. 
Sarah Win- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't call it that while she was living there. She wasn't like, you must refer to my home as the mystery house. Back in my day, we didn't call it the Winchester Mystery House. We just call it Sarah's house. And Sarah's we went over house. there for dinners and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she was the widow of William Wirt Winchester, heir to uh, the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. I just, I, I don't support, I don't, I don't support what they're the heir to. I just, it's just a weird one. Um, so she was born around 1840 and grew up in a world of privilege. No kidding. She spoke four languages, attended the best schools around, married well, and eventually gave birth to a daughter named Annie. However, tragedy struck in her late 20s when Annie died, followed by the death of Sarah's husband, William, more than a decade later. After William's death in 1881, Sarah inherited roughly 20 million, which is over 500 million today. That's a lot of fucking money. To inherit and not even do anything for. (laughs) Um, As well as 50% of the Winchester Arms Company, which left her with a continued income equal to $1,000 a day. So $26,000 a day she was getting in basically in income outside of her inheritance. Oh my God. That is gross. A gross amount of money. I don't make that in half a, in like a quarter of a year. What, $200 million? No, 26000 She makes oh. it in a day. Well, I thought you meant the entire. <laughs> no, I will never see $500 million in my life, I don't think. $26,000 uh, American? Americano, yeah. Yeah, that's like $100,000 Canadian. <laughs> Basically today it is, yeah. Last week it wasn't that bad, but this week it's, it's there. Um, so newly in possession of a massive fortune and struggling with the loss of her husband and daughter, she sought the advice of a medium. She hoped perhaps to get advice from the beyond as to how to spend her fortune or what to do with her life. Yeah. Like you have all this money and you're just alone and don't know where you're going. Um, though the exact specifics remain between Sarah Winchester and her medium, the story goes that the medium was able to channel Dearly departed William, who advised Sarah to leave her home in New Haven, Connecticut, and head west to California. As far as what to do with her money, William answered that too. She was to use the fortune to build a home for the spirits of those who had fallen victim to Winchester rifles, lest she be haunted by them for the rest of her life. I did not know that. That's pretty fucking weird. Um... And if that was just the medium being like, you son of a bitch, you got to pay back for all the harm you've caused, then good on her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Or else they're going to haunt you forever. I never thought about just like the um, political standpoint of like guns in the 1800s. Like like looking at it now, obviously, big divide and everything. Sure. You would assume back then people wouldn't care as much. I don't. I mean, I doubt there was hardly anyone that was anti-gun back then. In the 1800s, everyone was just shooting yeah. cattle. And no, I would have thought the same. But apparently, apparently, she—I mean, 
if he knew there was an issue with it, if he spoke, told the medium that there was, then there, they must have known some repercussions or objections towards selling guns. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's it's so interesting to think about. I mean, like, yeah, obviously, I don't know a lot about um, that kind of standpoint back then. All you see is no, like a lot of uh, movies. I assume that it was just like the Wild West. <laughs> yeah, I assume the same. I assume the same. So that's interesting. Um, so in 1884, she purchased what would later become the Winchester Mystery House. And at the time of the sale, the house was a small, unfinished farmhouse, but that quickly changed. Winchester hired carpenters to work around the clock, expanding the small house into a seven-story mansion. Due to the lack of a plan and the presence of an architect, the house was, was constructed haphazardly. Rooms were added into exterior walls, resulting in windows overlooking other rooms. Multiple staircases would be added, all with different sized risers, giving each staircase a distorted look. Ooh. Stranger so was the fact that many of the alterations seemed pointless. Staircases would ascend several levels, then end abruptly. Doors would open to solid walls, and hallways would turn a corner and end in a dead end. <laughs> there were literally, like, spider web stained glass windows. Can you imagine just, like... I would love to see a movie just on these bumbling builders that are just same. Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> that's the more, that's the most like, I don't know. That's, that's just such a, I would love to have known if anyone had like a great, great grandfather who worked on this house and like what they told him about the building and construction of it and all of that. But <laughs> the, and what if he tried to advise against it and she was like, nah, it'll it'll all work out. Don't worry. The history of it is like a horror movie, but the actual construction of the house is like a three stooges sketch. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, additionally, Winchester insisted that the home be built exclusively out of red wood. However, she didn't like the look of the wood, so she insisted it be covered with a stain and a faux grain. By the time the house was completed, over 20,000 gallons of paint had been used to cover the wood. What a ridiculous request. Oh my god. Well, By I the, mean, these these builders are already having a hard enough time just building a basic house, let alone getting uh, notes. Yeah, like, so you want us to build it in a specific color of wood, but you don't like the color. Okay. Um, I assume redwood was sturdy and maybe solid, more solid than other woods. I don't, I don't know. There's got to be a reason why. Or she just didn't want people to leave her alone, so she just wanted workers to continue to do stuff who knows um by the turn of the century sarah winchester had her ghost house an oddly laid out mansion with seven stories 161 rooms 47 fireplaces 10,000 panes of glass two basements three elevators and a mysterious fun house like interior Gold and silver chandeliers hung from the ceilings above hand-inlaid parquet flooring. Dozens of artful stained glass windows created by Tiffany & Co. dotted the walls, including some designed by Louis Comfort Tiffany himself. One window in particular was intended to create a prismatic rainbow effect on the floor when light flowed through it. Of course, 
the window ended up on an interior wall and thus, thus the effect was never achieved. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Even how more. Mad than, be, how mad would you be? I'd be pretty fucking mad. I mean, that's a simple request. I don't know how that would have happened. Like, what the hell? You just see these HGTV people happen. being like, I specifically wanted that on the exterior wall. You put it in the middle of the fucking living room against the TV. Like what? Yeah. I don't know how you fucked that up. Um, even more luxurious than the fixtures was the plumbing and electrical work. Rare for the time, the Winchester Mystery House boasted indoor plumbing, including coveted hot water running and push button gas lighting available throughout the home. Additionally, forced air heating flowed throughout the house. Unfortunately, in 1904, an earthquake struck San Jose and the Winchester Mystery House sustained a hefty amount of damage. Thanks to the floating foundation, a foundation that equals the weight of the surrounding soil, the entire house was saved from collapse. The top three floors were ultimately removed, leaving the house with only four stories as seen today. Throughout the years-long construction of the Winchester Mystery House, Sarah Winchester would never confirm that she was building a haunted house. However, stories and rumors swirled throughout San Jose. The contractors who worked on the house reported Winchester having daily seances with local mediums in an effort to reach good spirits. These good spirits were reportedly consulted to find out how to best appease the spirits whom she was allegedly building the house for. These spirits were reportedly what called Winchester to make so many illogical ad additions to the home. Far after the construction was completed... Oh, she was requesting all of this stuff? Yeah. She was requesting for the window to be in the wrong spot? I don't know if she requested that specifically, but obviously she was like, the spirits told me that it needs to be here. So I'm just going to change what the use is for this window and put it in this location instead. See, in my story, it's much funnier to think about th that the construction <laughs> workers just can't figure out how to build this house. Totally. Way, way funnier. But this but, seems like uh, yeah, not this... a funny story. <laughs> well, we'll see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so far after the construction was completed, Winchester continued to make efforts to appease the victims of the Winchester rifles. Out of the 13 bedrooms in the home, only one was functional. In an effort to confuse any ghosts wishing to haunt a sp spigot. Furthermore, she would sleep in a different room every night in the Winchester house and use secret passageways to get from room to room so that no spirits could follow her. In the years Sarah Winchester lived in the house, the residents of San Jose whispered about its strange construction and even stranger inhabitant. But it was in the years after her death that the wild stories became even wilder. Well, after yeah, her she's not around to defend herself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, after <laughs> her death in September of 1922, Sarah Winchester left all of her belongings to her niece, Marion who had served as her personal secretary later in life. However, the Winchester Mystery House was never mentioned in her will, adding to the mystery of the home. I'd be pretty pissed. 
pissed if like this person gave me everything but their estate like what but i don't think i would be pissed i think i'd just be grateful i got something i guess i would assume that she still had money i don't know but like if she poured like all of her money into this house and then was like you know what you're gonna just have to fight for this um or maybe she just was like i don't want to give someone a haunted house yeah i guess so i mean i don't think that I don't think she would have poured all of her money in there. Two, $200 million? No, she had lo- She had $500 million, but it was like, yeah, $500 million today and 26000 a day. I think she had plenty of money saved up from, I'm sure construction was not as expensive as today. I, I, I think that her relatives are doing just fine. Yeah, they're probably, yeah, they're doing doing all right. Um, So after appraisers deem the house worthless... Due to its strange design, damage from the earthquakes, and long-winded construction, Marion took everything in it and auctioned it off. I mean, just from an odd construction standpoint, this would be a good house to, like, tour around in, you know, like, Mm -hmm. check Mm -hmm. out. Totally. Go from room to room. And get lost. Yeah. Get lost in, play hide-and-seek. It's a perfect tour tour house, for sure. It's, uh, yeah. I, anyway, I, I would love to get all the bros together uh, <laughs> and uh, play hide and seek with all my dudes in there. You know, Ooh, I wonder if they have the. They should consider that as a marketing strategy. Come yeah. play hide and seek at the Winchester Mystery House with your bros. Hey, cool dudes! <laughs> <laughs> Any of you bros want to come by and uh, go to the Winchester House for some hide and seek on Halloween? <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Um, so after the house was emptied, a local investor purchased the home for a cool 135,000. So the current owners basically took it, sold what was in it, made some money, and then gave it to an investor. Um, and then just five months after Sarah Winchester died, the Winchester mystery house was open to the public for tours. So everyone was like ready to basically turn this thing into a house for haunted tours. Um, like it didn't take years for people to to get there. It was like, no, this has always been a fucking weird place. See, that's the problem with this one is Why? that they it wasn't like, you know, with Amityville or whatever, it's like family after family is like experiencing sure. the same thing, right? Uh this one's like this is one person's story. Mm-hmm. And then people made money on it ever since. Yeah, like, and and it's not like she, by the sounds of it, it's not like she communicated that she had any specific experience. She already bought that house with the assumption that there was ghosts inside of it. And she did things to avoid ever seeing a ghost. Right. So it's like, did she even experience any haunting? Like, I don't, nobody knows. Everyone just knows that she was peculiar and was adamant that there were ghosts around and she was fearful of them yeah i mean given like this is the 1800s there's uh not a lot of help for like mental illness and everything back then yeah and i think that she went through obviously some traumatic instances with her daughter and her husband and that was obviously not resolved very well and going to a medium and not a therapist right after that happened might not be the best solution. I don't even think going to a therapist back then would have been the best solution. 
No, no you're right. <laughs> there. Well, I don't even know that they would have no, been able to even were. call themselves therapists. They're just like they were called bartenders back then. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably safer to go to a bartender back then than yeah. the therapist. <laughs> um. So. Despite being fully emptied, refurnished, and open for business, the Winchester Mystery House continued to surprise. While Sarah Winchester was alive, stories were told of a storage room in her home filled with over $25,000, so $300,000 today, worth of undisplayed riches, including a Tiffany window designed by Winchester herself, featuring a spider web design. In 2016, a secret attic was discovered though there's no proof it was the same secret storage room. Inside the attic were a pump organ, a Victoria, Victorian-era couch, a dress form, a sewing machine, and various paintings. A year later, rooms that were never open to the public were put on display, including sections of the home that had remained unfinished at the time of her death. Even 95 years after her death, it seemed that Sarah Winchester's house was still holding on to some secrets. Secrets that fuel pop culture's obsession with the house. In 2018, Helen Mirren starred in Winchester as mm -hmm. Sarah Winchester herself. The story took the rumors about the hauntings in the house and ran with them, depicting a woman crazed by the ghosts of Winchester rifles. Filming for the movie took place at the actual Winchester Mystery House. Additionally, the home has been the setting for numerous supernatural horror movies and novels at its its mere existence provides ample inspiration. Since her death, little has been uncovered about Sarah Winchester and the reasoning behind her obsession with building the Winchester Mystery House. She gave no interviews, left behind no journals, and had no family willing to speak about, about her. Occasionally, visitors to the home will report feeling the spirits that have long resided in the home, though of course, paranormal investigations have turned up nothing. But perhaps there are still some spirits haunting the abode, maybe even Sarah Winchester herself. After all, she built the house for the restless dead. Why not take advantage of it herself? As legends pass down through the years, there are three types of haunting stories conjured from the ominously long hallways of Sarah's estate. So-called intelligent hauntings, residual hauntings, and shadow figures. Um... Luckily, they've never seen or heard any evidence of poltergeists, uh, which I guess is a good thing. Um, and obviously, we know residual hauntings is a spiritual playback and is stuck on repeat. A moment from the past is played back over and over again, like a video or a loop. The events played back may be traumatic or life-changing to the person who experienced them. Um, and purportedly evidence in the grand ballroom and the chilly basement of the estate, these hauntings involve the famous wheelbarrow ghost working on the fireplace or pushing a wheelbarrow full of ash or coal. So that's the residual haunting that has been seen in this place. Um, the intelligent hauntings, which uh, seems to be a consciousness behind the paranormal act and the spirit is attempting to interact with the living world, Usually there are no more than gentle tugs on shirts or skirts during tours, but longtime maintenance worker Denny reports that one morning after entering the water tower, he heard the patter of footsteps above. He ascended to let the trespasser know the three-story structure was off limits, but the footsteps always seemed to be one step ahead of him and one floor above. 
His search culminated on the roof with no one in sight. The shadow figures, uh, most commonly reported supernatural occurrence is the appearance of a shadowy human-shaped manifestation. What seems like an are-my-eyes-playing-tricks-on-me moment may sometimes feel too real to ignore. Shadow figures or shadowy shapes that resemble people are purported to be seen roaming around corners, down long hallways, and appearing in windows. Speaking of windows, a former marketing director employed by the house captured the below photo, which I can post on Instagram, um, in 2015 and caught what appears to be a human-shaped apparition looking out on the front gardens. So I'll post that for people to take a look at. Um, Now, there were also um, this other person wrote an article about the three ghost stories of the Winchester Mystery House, which I am going to tell which this one is the going into a little bit more depth of the the wheelbarrow and some of the other one wheelbarrow ghost so everyday employees and visitors obviously have experienced the unexplained here hair raising and downright ghostly stories um so the first one is the case of the ghostly handyman some of sarah winchester's loyal workmen and house servants may be still looking after the place according to sightings of figures or the feeling of a presence reported by many over the years by tour guides and visitors alike, one frequent apparition is a man with jet black hair, believed to have been a former handyman. He's been seen repairing the fireplace in the ballroom or pushing an equally spectral wheelbarrow down a dark, long hallway. So that's that one. And then there's this one, which is... How do they know jet black hair? I don't know. They've seen his hair. But Okay, I don't know about this. I, I mean, someone said it. <laughs> someone said it. I someone just, did I, say it. I'm, I'm assuming multiple people have said the person had dark hair. I don't know why it's jet black, but. Yeah, it's interesting. because I mean, like any experiences I've had, I haven't seen any hair. Like, I, I couldn't tell I mean, you I feel like you always kind of is. like. I feel like they're always just kind of like transparent if you're going to see a hair or something like it's not really a defined color, right? Nothing seems to have color. Mm-hmm. That's so. why like jet black is weird. Well, I mean, like they're seeing shadowy people, but if the person's completely shadowy, then it's you wouldn't literally be like just Denny working and he's just like, you guys need to start paying me. I'm a human. I work here. <laughs> I'm not a ghost. Not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Let me roll my barrels in peace. Um, Okay, so this one is the secret of the invisible hand. Several years ago, a man working on one of the many restoration projects in the mansion started his day early in a section with several fireplaces known as the Hall of Fires. The house was dead quiet before tours got underway and he was working up on a ladder when he felt someone tap him on the back. He turned to ask what the person wanted. No one was there. Reassuring himself he just imagined the sensation, he went back to his work, only to experience what felt like someone pushing against his back. That was enough. He hurried down the ladder, crossed the estate, and started on another project, figuring that someone or something didn't want him working in the Hall of Fires that day. And yeah. See, my problem with this place is, like I said before, this was a place that, yeah, it was hers, and then ever since it wasn't hers, it was to make money. It was designed. Yeah, to it, make it was. Money. A, it, this is. This all could just be a, a marketing strategy to get people in on tours. 
And when you're going there too, like even like let's say it's not a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. If it's not a marketing strategy, the only one I'm I, I inclined to be like, okay, maybe Denny uh, saw something, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. Denny was onto something there. But everybody else, like when you're going into a haunted place, you're really going to try to see something. You're really going to try to say that you saw something like you want to. You're in an environment where you're you think you're supposed to. Of course. And they literally said that paranormal investigators have never turned up anything at this residence. So that's kind of odd. Yeah, I, I have my doubts. I have my doubts about the Winchester house. Yeah, it's still cool, regardless. Um, the the last story of uh, of ghost sightings is. One. I just love the. Uh, it's still cool. It's still fucking cool. The like, story I'd... wasn't a waste of time. It was. It's still cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I cool. mean, I'm not. I'm not completely. No, it's. I'm cool. not. I'm. I'm skeptical for sure, but I'm not completely like against the fact that there might be some fucking weird shit going on here i don't know um there might be so a tour guide named samantha recently led visitors to the room to the daisy bedroom where sarah winchester was trapped during the 1906 quake samantha was about to begin her spiel when a very clear sigh came from the small hallway outside the bedroom door thinking one of her guests had merely fallen behind Samantha turned to call the person into the room, but saw saw no one. Then, as her eyes adjusted to the darkened hallway, she did see something. The form of a small, dark person slowly emerged, gliding around a corner. Samantha quickly stepped around the corner and again saw nothing, yet heard yet another deep sigh. She felt sure it was the tiny form of Sarah Winchester herself, perhaps peeved to find people in her favorite bedroom. And that is the story of the Winchester Mystery House and its hauntings and history. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess if there was a place that I would haunt, it would be my favorite bedroom. Because <laughs> you have so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I live in the in the uh, Crane Mystery House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start telling people to call my home the Savelli Mystery House. <laughs> Back in my day, it was just the Nicolini House. <laughs> Savoncini. <laughs> it was just the Nicolini Savoncini House. And now it's so much more. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I still want to go watch Winchester just for the novelty of seeing Helen Mirren being scared of everything that's going on there and also because it was filmed at the actual Winchester Mystery House mm-hmm. and I'd like to see the architecture of that. Yeah, it's definitely a house that I would like to visit. I would like yeah. to I would really enjoy just walking around their uh free reign. Totally. I don't want a tour guide taking me. No, I don't, I don't want need a tour guide. To get not, get out of here. We'll be yeah, the you tour guide. You want them yeah, we can. We'll just break in. Yeah, we'll bust through the doors. We don't. We don't need more people making money off of off of this. They've done enough. Yeah, enough people have made money off the <laughs> Winchester name. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, um, I guess we're gonna do some fuck Mary kills. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Libra season, and uh, we've got a got a few here. So yeah, I guess I better start this time because you started with the horoscope. If you want, yeah, you can. Okay. I feel like Ab- you're more excited to tell me your fuck Mary kills. I don't know if I'm excited. No. Well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Be honest. You are. Okay, cool. I have thoughts. <laughs> um, so my one for you here mm-hmm. is Cardi B. I knew she was gonna make the list, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Little Wayne. Oh, okay. Snoop Dogg. Throwback. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, Lil Wayne's a throwback, but Snoop Dogg's forever. 100%. We are going to kill Lil Wayne. Whoa, right away. Right off the bat. We're going to have sex with Cardi B, and we're going to marry Snoop Dogg, because Snoop Dogg is forever. It's true. What's up with with Lil Wayne? I don't want to sleep with Lil Wayne. Okay. He just doesn't... He's does not do it for me. He's not going to do it for me. And I'd rather marry Snoop Dogg. So I think I'm inclined to agree with you here. I th- I th- I think that's the re- the only answer really. Unless you're like a huge like Lil Wayne head, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I like Lil Wayne. I don't not like Lil Wayne. I just the other two make more sense for those those things i think cardi Mm -hmm. b is a very sexual person so i feel like i of of all the of all those options that would be the right the right person i'm sure little wayne's a very sexual person too (laughs) you're right you're right he probably is he does the only song i know by him is lollipop you're right he is you're right i I should oh yeah um but Little Wayne, I did hear something really mind blowing about Little Wayne. What's that? Um, it's that he never wrote any of his songs. So when you see him live in concert, he all of his music were freestyles that they just put onto an album. Oh. So like Lollipop, like all of his hit songs. All of his hits were written for him. No, they weren't written for him. They were freestyles by him. Uh, oh, like he so didn't... he never wrote anything down. He just spit yeah, it out. They just recorded him as he spit it out once. Holy so when you fuck. see him in concert, he doesn't know any of his songs. So he has like a prompter. <laughs> fuck off. He has a prompter and he'll like mainly like change the lyrics though, I think. Here and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he... He wasn't married to the lyrics that he fucking. But how, can you imagine said. how talented you'd have to be that just like one take, one shot, go hit song? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's like a writer's free, like um, freedom of consciousness writing or whatever. That's like freedom of consciousness rapping. Mm-hmm. And like, trust some me, some people can write better that way than they do, and when they think about it, you know. I do a podcast where I improvise at the end of everyone. There you go. They're yeah. not hit stories. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They're, that's it's hard to create a hit when you yeah. haven't actually given any thought to it. So, 
Yeah, that is pretty talented. I will. I'll give him that. So that's still going to kill him, though. <laughs> but you still made the right choice because it, the thing is too, like Snoop Dogg is someone you want to be involved with. And I don't yeah. care how. I just know that I want to be involved with him. He gets shit done. He's moving. 100%. He's shaking constantly. He's, he really is. He really he's is. Always he always up to something. Totally. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's the best. So you'd, you'd have gonna... a lot of great opportunity attaching yourself to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Seriously. You know what though? I don't like. I watched his comedy special where he brought like a bunch of comedians on stage that he was close to or whatever, but I still don't get the sense that he lets people take advantage of him and his celebrity in any way. Like, no, I don't, I don't think so. He charges a lot. I also heard, um, I basically had this like just TikTok giving me rap facts constantly and <laughs> it just always popped up on my thing. But like, yeah, I think Snoop Dogg is like 200,000 to be on your song. Wow. I mean, right, I even feel he could charge more. Like that. No, that's a lot of money for one song. That I know, that's true. That's and it's true. like double if you, maybe it is more, but it's double if you want him in the music video too. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. Sarah Winchester could afford it. That's true. Is that, well, she could barely. Bar- <laughs> 200,000? She was making that in a year. Well, not if she wants him in his music video too. I guess I think her five hundred million dollar fortune could have probably paid for it, but yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you're right, and you're right about the the pure sexual energy of Cardi B. It's just it's just relentless. <laughs> I can't I can't Never log stops. into Instagram without getting a lady boner from fucking Cardi B on my Instagram <laughs> page. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, Snoop would just be someone that I would want to be involved with more long term. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Not to take I, yes. it. I want it to be a collaborative relationship. I'm going to earn it. I think it, so. Though. I think that would be a good, ma- it would be a good marriage in any, many respects. Whereas Cardi, I feel like, I mean, I think she's really committed to whatever she's got going on with what's his face. She's with, uh, <laughs> The guy from um, Migos, from right? From Migos, yeah. Still? Are they still yeah, together? they're still together. With, um, why can't I think of his name? I don't know why I can't. Uh, Offset. Offset, yeah. Offset, Quavo. Yeah, they've guy. got a couple kids. They've <laughs> got a couple hoses. Yeah, so. Well. But I feel like she'd be down. Down for a little menage a trois. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, okay. So I'm gonna do mine. Mine are like the 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 basic bitches of the Libras. So yeah, if my name's on there, I swear to God. Number one, Cody Crane. I'm not a basic bitch. No. Okay. So I've got Gwyneth Paltrow, (laughs) Gwen Stefani. Okay. And Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I just wanted I, to hear you rip on Ripa, you know? Rip on Ripa. I don't know if I'm going to. So, oh. okay. Let's start. Gwen Stefani here. I do like the voice. I mm-hmm. watched the voice. She's on this season. 
Mm-hmm. She's back. I'm a loyal voice head. I think I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I don't think you have. Um, Damien, my co-host of Spooked, and I, us two bros, sit down Monday and uh, Wednesday to watch The Voice together. You just bro down to The Voice. Cool. We just bro down. We bro down. <laughs> um, but I'm not hot on Gwen. Like I'm not hot on Gwen. I like. This season doesn't have Kelly Clarkson. I like Kelly Clarkson more than Gwen. Well, if you said Kelly Clarkson, I think I'd have a lot easier of a decision. I just kind of like her energy. <laughs> I guess I guess so. You're really debating this. Okay. But I love Blake Shelton. That's what I was getting at. So if you had Blake, oh, okay. if you had Blake on the list. He's not a Libra. He's, you know, like Blake, he's a country singer, right? He's hosting the voice, but he's genuinely so funny. he did miranda lambert dirty so i kind of have that against him right because he left her for gwen no he didn't leave her for gwen he just cheated on her like i guess a bunch of times really yeah i thought he just left her for gwen no he met gwen after but he uh cheated on her with like multiple women i guess So I don't give him the time of day. Jeez, I got to look this up because you're really sullying my favorite comedian. Sorry, your favorite comedian (laughs) who's not a comedian. Um, Slim Pickens out there. And then we got Gwyneth Paltrow. No, gone. So dead. Yeah, she's... Gwenny's dead. Yeah, she's the one that's uh, got the cookbooks and everything, right? Goop, yeah. Yeah, no, gone. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, she's she's a problem, right? Yeah, no, I she's agree. A problem. I I'm on the same page with that one. Okay. So it's it's sleep with or marry. Which one are you gonna do, Gwen Stefani or Kelly Ripper? Yeah, Regis and Kelly. Regis and Kelly Ripper. Um, Kelly, Kelly's older, I think. Right? Mm. She she was doing that show with. I don't Regis. think she's that much older than Gwen Stefani. Like maybe a couple years. This is tough. Honestly, you you fucked me over with this one. <laughs> fucked you. She's 52, and I'm pretty sure Gwen Stefani's in her 50s, too. Yeah? Huh. So Gwen Stefani is 53. Whoa! A year older than Kelly Ripa. No, I'm not... Uh, to be clear, too, I'm not saying that Kelly Ripa looks older at all. Like, I haven't seen Kelly Ripa, and I don't know how No, you just long. assumed, you just assumed. Based like, off of knowing yeah. that she was hosting with Regis and everything, like, I... I think you're letting Regis impact your... Uh, re- well, the Regis age is, of Regis. Regis is <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, R.I.P. Um, but, yeah, so Kelly... I don't know. Kelly's going to be a bit of a wild card for me. I don't know how she's going to act. I know that Gwen's a little too reliant on Blake. I, ru- I wish she had I a little see that. more. I do yeah. see that, yeah. yeah. I wish she had a little more independence. She's like a standard Libra female who really just like commits to love and gives it her everything, even if it's maybe not, not the best. Mm. Like, if this was Gwen, like... Uh, like if I was thinking about like no doubt and stuff, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'd rather marry uh Kelly. I think that if you're a talk show host, my reasoning is, and I don't know if this is true. I just feel like you're a little more down to earth. 
Yeah, I think, I think you've it's got... almost your job to be. No, I think you've got that right. So yeah, I'll I'll marry Kelly. God, this was long winded. This, really this was very long winded. You really <laughs> fucked me over with this. <laughs> but I'm marrying Kelly. I'll uh, sleep with Gwen, I guess, and Gwyneth can uh, kick rocks. Get yeah, get fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can get yeah, fucked I by mean, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna be me. Uh, I, I think I'm with you on that. I, it is a that is a, a hard one, Gwen or Kelly. Um, I think you're right about Kelly Ripa being more easygoing for marriage potentially, um, maybe less less clingy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm assuming Gwen Stefani's just clingy, but that's, that's just based on the movie. The that's just based on the music videos and the song lyrics she writes. I feel like I don't want to be. You know, another have you reason seen for her, her like, to Blake Shelton music videos. Like she's got the no, duo songs. I haven't. I haven't watched music videos in a long time. You don't watch daily the Much Music countdown. I don't. No. Oh. No. I don't, I don't have don't cable. Either. <laughs> I don't, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'll go with your. I'll go with yours just because I don't need to drag this out for another five minutes. So. Well, I think you were going with mine anyway. You just talked out how you were. Yeah. No, you're right. You're me. right. You're right. Well, I mean, you trying to you got, you got more to say to me? <laughs> I, I got a lot to say to you. I got a lot to get <laughs> off my chest. I'm just uh, getting started. I'm just getting started. We're gonna have another hour-long episode of Cody just fucking ripping me apart. In just fact, telling- I got my own story here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> about the Nicolini Savoncini haunted house. The haunted mystery house, Nicolini Savoncini. Well, I mean, everybody. I think you should just stay spooky. We're in spooky season month. Also. If you're looking for some spooky season gifts, you can head over to our Etsy store. I just got another order from someone who ordered a ghost pendant. So um, get your get your hands on those. I've got about 120 to to put together. So plenty of those in stock. And uh, yeah, you can find all of our links on our Instagram link tree. And that's that's it. Just uh, just stay spooky and Cody. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.